about that. I'm saying. Did y'all hear oh. that? It's a recording in progress. Oh, now we have, now we give our consent. That's that's good. Yes. I, <clears throat> I guess so, because all of a sudden it just says recording in progress. Never done that before. I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't sound like you. <laughs> no, it wasn't my voice. <laughs> Are we ready to go? We're ready to go. We got a light, a light uh, group tonight. Very light. I sent this out late for some reason. I don't know why. Not my my mind. But see, I thought that it was Monday, and my wife reminded me, "Honey, it's Tuesday. You have your <laughs> Zoom tonight." I've been, I've been saying, I've been watching. I'm a big basketball player. I'm big, be honest with y'all. I'm big into basketball. And every night, I, the other day I watched five games all day long and then until midnight. I watch all, <laughs> every one of those games. And next day I'll watch them. They're on tonight. I'll be watching them about the year. Well, that's the playoffs, right? Yeah, it just now started. It'll, I mean, you know, I need that number for Sean. I'm going to get you healed. <laughs> but, you know, what team are you? What team are you rooting for? Well, uh, my team. I'm, I'm from Houston, Houston. You know, but we were out. Early. We were the we were the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> we we were because we lost a, a couple of good players, and then we're in a rebuilding with a bunch of young guys, and they're good, but they're not the caliber that you got to have to get into the playoffs. But um, I'm, up, I'm from up your way. Uh, my son used to live in Oregon. So he, he moved to Florida just a few months ago. And so we used to have a little battle, you know, him up there and I'm in Texas. But uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go with those guys. Well, tonight I, I, I wanted to talk about the heavenly realms and uh, angels. Oh yes, right. you know, I love I love the subject of angels, and um, uh, I did a little word search in my app, and it, there's 187 passages that have angel in it. You know, some of them are the same story talks about the angel, but I mean, there's a lot of discussions about angels, and sometimes they're in dreams. You know, like Jacob's ladder. And I, uh, you know, dreamed of angels ascending and descending from heaven on down. And, um, uh, but sometimes they, they show up like in human form. I mean, they manifest and um, among people and uh, scripture says, you know, hey, be kind or courteous to everyone you meet for you don't know if it was an angel that uh, was in your presence. So um if they looked fantastically different from us then we'd probably say wait a minute here <laughs> uh what is this but there's also stories of you know very tall and uh um uh, in stature and uh so different descriptions of what they can manifest as and interesting enough uh, to me because of bringing light um, like in Luke 2, 9, when the angels are coming to the shepherds, you know, uh, they're, 
they were surrounded by the glory of the Lord shone around them, you know, and so getting to your comment earlier, Gene, about, you know, uh, wave particle, you know, the collapse here. I mean, it's like, do we have here a, a story, a quantum physics story right here before our eyes in that description in Luke 2.9 where, you know, um, the light collapsed these waves into uh, manifest as particles that then presented themselves as angels, you know, and 99.99% uh, uh, of humanity would overlook any connection. But someone like me that studies this, it's like, wait a minute here, this could be a total description of what happens in reality in physics and you know with additional dimensions and different realms right within our presence here we have this story of angels manifesting and then later in the passage it says that you know uh the heavenly hosts also were present they, you know a, a huge uh, uh, amount of heavenly hosts also celebrated and then they went back into heaven and then boom, we're gone. So what's going, what's taking place in this story is a description um, totally aligns with physics. And so uh, to me, the more that I can bring to life these additional dimensions and different realms, you know, scripture says different realms, there's the second heaven, third heaven. I don't know how many different realms of heaven there are, you know, um, uh, but, uh, we know there are different realms, you know, Christ himself said, Hey, I am not of this world. I'm not of this realm. I'm from another realm coming down into your realm. Uh, I'm a from above, you're from below. And so describing something taking place of within our midst, there's more, but we can't always comprehend it here. And so, uh, we get some connection with angels of bringing these more these heavenly realms and spiritual realms the more we can bring it to, into our story into our narrative into our beliefs uh into our memories the the more we can connect and live to the fullness of who we are and connect with our spiritual self as well that's what i uh, uh believe the more we can bring the whole to our life, the more we will live holy as who we are, fully finished. You know, I want to connect as much with how Christ sees me as sinless, without blemish, um, no worries, uh, fully alive, <laughs> in an eternal state, uh, without want, no tears, no pain. I want to connect now with what Christ went through for me so I can comprehend it. Amen. And um, so to me, I like to hear about angelic encounters uh, or spiritual encounters. You know, sometimes it's hard to decipher whether something that, you know, a supernatural phenomena that happened in our life 
uh, was an angelic encounter or maybe it was the Holy Spirit, maybe it was our spirit, maybe it was uh, the Lord. You know, sometimes it's hard to decipher, but at least if we talk about some of these supernatural things that have happened, we uh, um, bring more of the fullness of these unseen realms into who we are. And uh, so I want to, as I'm talking, I, I'm praying that I spur on each of you, you know, some stories that have happened to you that you can share with us as well. Because when we talk about, I've, I've had people, you know, when I talk about encounters and somebody else does, they're like, I haven't told anybody this in 30 years because people I thought people would think I was crazy you know it's like and they just become so alive to tell the story it's just like it happened 10 minutes ago um you know with an angelic encounter or supernatural so I'll, I'll start with one of my stories it's uh I've got some favorites and um uh this one's one of my favorites because I'm still alive <laughs> um but uh this occurred I'm I don't remember the year actually but I was up in Vancouver Washington I live in Washington State so I'm only like an hour to Vancouver British Columbia uh, and I was up there one day and I was doing some research and you know I'm crossing the street and and I was going back and forth across the street, across the street, back and forth. And up there, they have um, uh, the lights. They have a beeping sound that starts for the blind. So if you're blind, it goes beep, 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 beep. And it's like, oh, okay. It's telling you that it's safe to start walking across the street. Well, everybody here know who Pavlov dogs are <laughs> right it's you know he was famous for training the dogs to salivate when given food you know and that's how we can be we can become Pavlov dogs and I became one <laughs> on this day up in Vancouver because you know I'm writing stuff down you know my notepad and then standing on the corner and beep, 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 okay, ready to go. And I'd start walking across the street and then I'd get, you know, do some research and then writing my notes. And I'm at this corner uh, uh, of the street and, and this is on Broadway in uh, downtown Vancouver. And so there's maybe like um, three lanes on each side, two lanes, three lanes wide on east so, i mean it's a wide street busy street and um so i'm on the corner and all of a sudden you know i'm writing and beep 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 and i start to move forward without looking start to move forward and i hear something say look behind you so i look behind me and <laughs> a big city bus ran the light to get through the yellow and the bus stop was right there. And so he was just inches from the curb. Big, huge bus. I mean, it almost sucked me off of the curb where I was standing. I was that close to the curb and he was that close that, but something 
said, look behind you. So I looked, whew, almost sucked me in. I looked behind me. There was nothing. There was nobody. I was the only one standing at the corner. And I was about to step right in front of this city bus and become a bug on his windshield. Squeak, squeak, yeah. Uh, and he was moving. It wasn't like he was just, you know, moseying along. He was going very fast to get through that light and very close. And yeah, I was saved that day by some audible, whether it's just in my head, I don't, you know, all I heard was look behind you. And I looked for no reason, except I heard something say, look behind you. Now, I'd like to think that was an angel that was doing that, but maybe that was my spirit. Maybe it was the Lord, maybe it was the Holy Spirit. You know, I'll give the credit to anything, you know, that is in these here realms that are in the unseen realms, right? Because there was nobody around me in the flesh. There's not somebody calling out over here, nothing. There's nothing behind me, but I looked. I heard and I obeyed that voice and I'm still here to share the good news about the Lord. And so I'm very thankful for that encounter. Um, but isn't that fantastic story? Yeah, I, um, I had another, uh, another encounter. This was many years ago when I was first uh, a new believer or not thereafter, maybe within a year or two. And I lived in Southern California, had a business down there. And uh, I was having this reoccurring dream of I'm in a race car. Now, I'm not a big race car fan. You know, I don't watch NASCAR or anything. But I had this, was getting this recurring dream that I'm driving this race car and I get clipped by another car and I start spinning and I gain control of the car and it just kept racing and I finished first. And I'm like, hey, that's a pretty cool dream. I like this dream. And uh, um, but I just remember I had it, you know, I don't know how many times, but I had it, I'd say more than five times I had this dream you know, over a period of, uh, of time, uh, maybe a couple months. And wouldn't you know it, one day I'm getting on the freeway in Southern California on the busy uh, I-5 freeway. And I mean, there are four or five lanes of traffic just going one way you know, in this portion of the road. And I'm getting on the freeway, just minding my own business, no big deal. And all of a sudden, this big 18 wheeler clips my car. And I had a BMW at this uh, that I was driving. And you know what? I'm, I swear to God, I sat there and go, oh, here we go. And I started spinning around. 
And I went around at least three times and it was like slow motion, but I'm just like, oh, here we go. And I felt like something was helping me steer the car and doing the gas, doing the brake, you know, type of thing. And I spun around and I started from the slow lane, spun around and it's slow motion. Like all the cars were kind of like, you know, giving me space. And I got control and just kept driving up the freeway. I didn't hit nothing. I didn't crash into the wall. I didn't stop. I just, just like the dream, and just kept driving. And I was driving at the freeway going, wow, that was cool. And after like a mile, I'm like, wait a minute here. I think I better pull over and give thanks to somebody. <laughs> and um, so I pulled over and, you know, gave thanks and um, uh, called my, called uh, um, the, uh, I went out and looked at my car and my front left uh, tire, the rim, the rim that you have on a car was totally just like sheared off so that only the beat of the tire, like one third of, you know, there's a, there's a part of the, the rim that holds your tire on. And so that it doesn't pop off with centrifugal force. Well, that was sheared off a whole one third of that was just like, it looked like a little tin can opening. And with the car spinning, I don't know how, well, I do know how <laughs> the tire did not just pop off, uh, you know, the Lord, an angel, something in the unseen realm was helping me at this moment uh, hold that tire on and not blow. So I called the highway patrol because I didn't want to drive from that point. It was unsafe. Called the highway patrol. And this was the early days of I just had a cell phone in my car. You know, the big, not the big block one, but the second big block one. Uh, um, in my car, I had a business back then. And so I was able to have a, a mobile phone and, uh, they came and they did a, a, uh, a car break where they break it and give me time to get over slowly. Um, because it was really unsafe to drive at full speed. And I pull, pull over and the truck driver that hit me was stopped ahead waiting for me. And he paid for all the repairs, everything. He didn't want to lose his license and all that and his job. But I get a call from, so I, meanwhile, I call my wife and she's like, I, I was just here with all the girls you know, um, for the uh, Bible study she was doing. And right at the time I'm driving, she just felt called to tell all the ladies to pray for me. It's like right in the middle of their Bible says, like, I just feel presence that we all should pray for Dennis right now. And they were all praying for me. And at the time of the encounter, I mean, it's just so wonderful, supernatural occurrences. And I really love to the, the tell these stories because not because, you know, um, 
uh, uh, just for the thrill of it, but to bring the awareness that, you know, the unseen realm is so within us and present that it's good for us to incorporate that in our life so that we know how much more there is to what we call, you know, reality. Amen. How about anyone else? Got any great stories? No? I, um, I remember uh, I was doing a class once and this guy, you know, after a couple stories were told and, and he's like, okay, I've got a story. And uh, his dad was present during this uh, um, teaching and he's a good friend of mine. And um, he was surprised that his son even came because his son is a biker, you know, like he's hardcore. I mean, he, he looks like you're the epitome of a, you know, a Harley biker, you know, he's got the leathers and, you know, the scraggly look, you know, and he's kind of, he's the kind that I don't wear no helmet. I ain't, you know, that's for, you know, wussies. I, I ain't wearing no helmet. And, um, and so he's telling this story and his dad is like, oh, I can't believe he's telling this story because his dad knew the story. He was told it, you know, years ago. But because we're talking about quantum and unseen realms and, you know, all these things that can't be really explained by contemporary science. And, and so he didn't really share with him, but he's sharing it, this story um, that he was going out and he's leaving his house and he's like, I never wear a helmet. I never take a helmet. I never wear a helmet. But this day, I'm heading out and something told me, pick up your helmet. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he thought it was the weirdest thing. And it's like, so he was just going to disregard it. But again, it's like, take this helmet. He's like, it was just weird. So he took the helmet and he put it on the back of his motorcycle. It's like, I am wearing this helmet, but all right, I put it. And he's driving along on his motorcycle. And at some point, he hears this voice or whatever. Again, it says, put on your helmet. And he said, I don't know why. I pulled over, said, like, fine, I'll put on my helmet. Puts on the helmet. And in less than a mile later, he's going down and a pickup truck shoots, darts out in front of him and he hits the pickup truck and he just goes flying like head first off his motorcycle onto the pavement and crashes into, I forget what he crashed into, a wall or, or a car or something. And in the hospital, they're basically said, if you didn't have your helmet on, you wouldn't have made it. I mean, come on, there's so much going on. If we just 
you know, give ears to hear. You know, it's fantastic. I had another another lady. Uh, is it okay to share some of these stories? Are these good? You know, um, I had a lady, and I know this lady, and um, she's very spiritual. She is like on fire for the Lord. And when I heard this story, you know, she opened up with, I have never told anybody this story in 30 years. She's one of the ones that, you know, never told anyone. They think I was nuts. It's like, this is unbelievable. You won't even believe what I'm going to tell you. And I'm like, try me. <laughs> you know, I've heard some good stories. Okay. She's driving her car. And she's at this here uh, stop. And she looks to the left. She looks to the right. She looks ahead and across the street, there's this elderly couple. And she, you know, caught eyes with them type of thing. And she looked. And so she starts going forward. And all of a sudden, she's like out of nowhere. Some car from the left is coming. And she's already going through the intersection. You know, you start out slow. It's not like you can really go back. You're in the middle. You, you can't. You don't have enough momentum to just dart out and you can't put in reverse. She's stuck in the middle with this car coming right at her. And she's like, Phew. she's like, it went right through me. It didn't hit me. I mean, it just went through like I was invisible or it went invisible. Now in quantum physics, you know, there's, uh, um, light manifests, you know, there's the whole uh, uh, wave particle uh, collapse. And uh, so that works in reverse as well. If light were to say, hey, I mean, there's so much space in between particles uh, that if light disengaged from holding all the molecules together, you could literally go through something without even touching. My hand could go through this hand, right? My hand, it's not the matter of the electrons and the quarks, you know, of the molecules stopping it, it's light holding the molecules together. So if light were to disengage or even say, hey, let's pop, let's just disengage the manifestation of the particles, just like a teleportation type of process, boom, you could go right through and totally miss the other thing without having some kind of uh, collision and that's what happened to uh, this lady that day and she held it in for so long she even said that she was so stunned when it went through it's like did that really happen she looked across the street at the elderly couple that watched the whole thing and they she said they were just like you know like the deer in the headlights like I can't believe that just happened and they locked eyes again and she drove off and they're just like, okay, that was the most weird thing that ever happened. And, um, but I think that was a great day for her to be able to finally be able to tell that story to someone in a, in a, uh, a setting where people are like, Oh, that's awesome. Instead of you're crazy. And um, because this whole thing, you're crazy or that didn't happen, that prevents us from really being fully alive 
and living in more depth of dimension, uh, right? And so that's why I like to tell these stories. Usually, I get people to share other things that have happened because uh, many times, you know, maybe not to that degree. They might be, you know, something smaller. You know, I've had many stories, and um, so they're wonderful to hear and to give depth of, you know, what Christ is trying to tell us and get it through these thick skulls that there's so much more going on that meets the eye. I think if uh, Cindy were on this call tonight, she would probably have some stories. Yeah, right. Just like yeah. the ones she went to heaven with, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's got a lot of, she has a lot of experiences with a lot of different things. She's a very unusual woman. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, her her husband Scott, I think, maybe he'd have some stories too. But uh... yeah, uh, you know, he was a band guy for years. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think they got a lot of different stories of a lot of different things. Um, I've just been noticing lately this. She's got she's 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 got she has a lot of uh, stuff going on. It's very unusual about what's going on in the government mm. and uh, elections. So she's big into all those type things. And I, I don't, there are a lot of things I don't understand that I'm not involved with uh, very much at all. So when I hear those things, I just hear them, they are just what they are, like the things you said tonight. I'm sure those things have happened to people. I've just now personally don't have a real experience of some something out there. I mean, you know, I've had a lot of different things happen to me that were unusual, but I didn't, even though I've been a Christian forever, uh, I didn't I didn't equate them at the time. Is some big phenomena. I mean, mm -hmm. I was working uh, my way through college, and I fell like three stories down because they were pouring concrete on these different levels in the construction. So I had to be on the edge, dumping concrete with another guy, and we both fell off to the ground. And everybody else fell to the next floor below them because there was you know when they pour concrete they shake it down they had a vibrate machine to shake everything down and so when they did it shook it shook the stuff apart and everything started falling in to the next mm. floor well this other guy and i we just happened to not be falling to the next floor we fell to the ground floor Three stories? It was two or three. It was a long way down. The church was building uh, some uh, so many stores of, I think, an educational wing of the church. And so, and uh, it's miraculous. I just kind of like, it's kind of like you just kind of roll with the bunches. You just gotta, I just rolled over. And then they took me to the hospital. I just stayed overnight. I think I went back to work the next day or two. I mean, wow. It was just, I mean, you know, 
those things are the phenomenals, but I, I didn't, uh, I, I guess I'm not one, I don't dwell on, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't dwell on that type of thing in my life, I guess. I'm just, maybe I'm just a little too analytical about the stuff. But I don't, I don't, I didn't come out of a, I didn't come out of a religious, charismatic, what I call woo-woo background. I was Southern Baptist. Now, uh -huh. Southern Baptists don't believe in nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, it's just Jesus and nothing else and nothing else. I mean, they want to slay in no spirit and talking in tongues and all that kind of stuff. No, if they, if you were talking in tongues in the Baptist church, they'd probably take you out in this car and feather you and something like that. You know, it's just my background. It's, it's I'm 82 years old, so I come with a very, very, very traditional background. Now I did, you know, 30 years later, get into the charismatic movement called the woo, -woo. but. But then I, I looked at that stuff. My God, I, I went. I would be on the front row of anybody doing that for like years. I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see them doing this stuff. Is that is that just stuff, or is that real? You know, I, I guess that's just my makeup. And I would sit there on the front row and just. I mean, I looked everybody over. Seriously. I mean, I did. And then I, here I am 30, 40 years later doing the same old stuff I was looking at people acting crazy doing. <laughs> but but it's not a, it's not a lifestyle per se for me. I'm like I said, I'm kinda like moved in with uh, my buddy Papa Bitch. I'm kinda like I it, it's just everything is a finished deal. And so I'm not, I guess. Then it's not saying those things that cannot be real because they are. But to me, I just I'm just at a point where now it's just a finished deal. I am I, I am a divine being. That's right. Have always been a divine being. Did not know that I was a divine being for a long time. But my divinity is my identity. That's my that's my catchphrase right now. In fact, I read, I read an essay. I read, I read all the essays from Global Grace. I read an essay to a guy and he was talking about his identity. He had a real, real hard time with the lesson about identity that he was writing on his lessons. He had a hard time getting that identity thing down. And so I said, I'm going to share with you one idea. I wrote him a little note. I'm going to share with you just one idea. And if you can just get this, everything in your life will be good. Just that one idea. I sent him to Genesis 2 7. I breathed into man his nostrils, and he became a living being. When you get God's breath, that's life. That's so in life. That's the only life there is. Man, at that point in time, all this other religious stuff, it doesn't make a bit of difference. See, that, that man had so a life with the breath of God in him at that point in time. And we're all out of that man. And so, it just, to me, 
to me my divinity right there became my identity forever. So I don't really, I don't stress over any other stuff. I'm just about being honest with you, Dennis. Why, why do you think you have to stress over what I'm talking about? Well, I don't. I, I think they're just good experiences that people don't, but like I said, I, I have not had, I, I can't come to say I had one of these somethings. If I had them, I didn't know I had them. Like, That's right. If you had one, you would know it. And if you had one, then you would be saying a different story right now. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just have a deep belief system in what I just talked about. My identity, I'm a spirit being. That's right. I'm, and I'm so a being, being a spirit, I'm just a spirit being, a spirit being is much am. more depth to you than what you have in your fleshly body. Yeah. I am a spirit being. That's right. That's my identity. I can't be anything but that. I came out of Father God. I was birthed out of Him. And when the sperm and the egg meet, there's light, scientifically. That's the light of the world. That's the light that came to me at that moment. I just, I guess I've, in my age, I've, I've gotten myself down to just little, small things that I'm just, that's just the way it is. I don't worry about anything else. It is, I'm a spirit being. That's it. Nothing else really counts. I mean, it really doesn't. Whatever is, is there, is there. But it doesn't really make me any difference. I'm just a spirit being. I mean, what, do you, what do you mean, whatever is there, is there? It cannot affect me. I'm a spirit being. Like I said, I, don't, I didn't take any uh, vaccinations for this stuff that's going around. I mean, God is my vaccination. I'm a spirit being. I can't die. The spirit does not burn out. You cannot have these pastors talk about burnout. You know, the spirit never burns out. Flesh does. That's right. The spirit doesn't. I'm a spirit being. So and that's why, that's why to me, uh, having the supernatural what the world would call supernatural experiences really aren't supernatural. No, they're just no, that's who you are. Experiences, yeah, you know that have a depth of who our spirit being is, and um, you know, hearing a voice connecting with me, going, "Hey, turn around." I mean, I love that's that. to me is like, hey, uh, there's more going on here than this. And it brought me closer to seek more depth of who I am so that I don't go through this life going, I die and then I go to heaven, yeah. right? You're already I, I want to take these supernatural encounters and go take these and hear and see that you don't die and go to heaven, but the heavenly realm and these dimensions that unseen realms with a spirit is uh i mean our spirit is in us here as well it's not like we are removed but we can be deceived to think that it is dualistic and it happens later not now and the more we can bring in depth of of what's going on I believe 
gets us to be in greater search of who we are and what is, uh, um, who am I beyond just what I call physical and flesh. And so to me, these stories have helped a lot of people that uh, have gone through these spiritual encounters and people who haven't, you know what? I get people that are skeptical and they're like, well, it didn't happen to me. So it must, I don't know if it's true. You know, I, I'm going to challenge people that have that position. So um, I'm not saying you have to believe me, but I'm going to challenge you to say, just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't right. mean it hasn't happened to other people. Oh, yeah, that's true. See, I, I believe that our, our body is in our spirit, not our spirit in our body. And that makes a big difference when you understand that concept. See, mm -hmm. your, your body is in your spirit. So your spirit was first. Your body wasn't first. I don't disagree with that. No, it's, it's a... When, when, when you could tell, when, I, when I've come put together these little nuances, this ground this grounds me in who I am. And I think that's the reason why I just kind of like, there are all kinds of things going on in this world. But see, that's that doesn't bother me. Because I have a body in my spirit, my spirit is the real me. And I'm a spirit being slowed down to visibility. So I've just got some anchors, I guess, that are mine that I believe in. And you just can't move me off of them, irregardless of what's out there in the world, or what I read on Facebook, or the news. Which is, I can't even believe you that crap. But, but you understand what I'm saying? It's just, I, I think you, I think you finally get to some kind of point, somewhere along the line, where you are just grounded in some non-negotiables, shall I say, I guess, non-negotiables. They're just facts that you're just locked into irregardless of anything else. And I guess that's where I'm trending now. I love you doing these, Dennis. You bring so many nuances. I don't have any nuances. I just got some little four or five things that just tied me down and that's just it. I don't, I don't have that, that depth of all this other stuff I can. I, I got four, four or five things is it. That's enough for me. Honestly. And, you know, I. Um, there's so much that I've. The Lord has uncovered to me. And much of it is, I'll have a dream and I'll go look in this direction and it'll be like, okay. And it's like, wow, I, that's, I, I never knew this. And, um, and to me, I have people say, oh, I don't need to know anything about science or any of this. You know, it's like, I love the Lord. That's all I need. It's like, I believe in God. It's like, and it's like, absolutely. I don't force this on everybody to say, you have to know this. But I do know also that there are a lot of people out there that do want to know. They're yeah. curious. They're like, hey, 
this this is exciting for me to to know this gives me a depth that nobody else has been able to to give and i've had these questions that are now getting answered and so for some people this is the greatest thing never found on a preacher's pulpit to answer <laughs> questions right and others like nah, nah, that doesn't excite me that, that's really, I think that's, that's absolutely that's, fine I think that's really this uh, this uh program is so important that we need to have two three hundred people on it really because it brings a, a wider array of what the possibilities are and uh, i think it's wonderful I, and i tell everybody it's your program it's not mine it's the people who attend this then it's you've got great things to share i you know i i i teach energy medicine energy psychology the quantum ideas and true spirituality those are my four pillars that i actually teach but all those things bring back to my little belief systems out of all that stuff it only come down to how you just spirit being enjoy and i that's where i'm totally with you my friend I'm, I, I, that's really what I'm all about as well, is trying to get through all these distractions, what yeah, we call I mean, you know, science just... or logic, and trying to say, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take your science with science, and boom. Yeah, you can do that. I'll show you where God is in it. Yeah. I'll take this, and I'll show you where God is in it, and try and bring it to this, like, wait a minute, I have no other things that I can say God doesn't exist or God isn't here or I, I, I didn't know how this would work and and um, with all the intentions of just bringing glory to God Amen. to say God is in everything of everything and so who are we to question anything about creation and say you know before we get come to that realization that wow God is, when God says, I am, you know, what do people think when they read, you know, who are you, Lord? I am. It's like, what, what, what does that mean? It's like, well, it means God is. I am, God manifests me, put me together. He you're formed God, me. Yeah, you're a God. Formed man. everything. Everything is of God. And so whether it's air you breathe or water or star that exists six billion light years away, God is, is, God is. And so he says, I am, he is, I am of God. God is in me and there is no separation. Gina, you had something to ask? I just wanted to say that um, don't use the qualifier just a spirit because that's that's making it small because you are infinite you are that spirit is amazing and I think that's probably um, maybe what we're getting with the the quantum is that there is so much more to us than we realize yes we are a spirit but that spirit is amazing <laughs> yes i i agree so if i said just i yeah thank you for bringing that up 
<laughs> it's all that you need. My old, old religion, you know, we were just a sinner saved by grace. Oh, my God. So yeah, no. Best word. I'm trying to get away it's, from it. Yeah, the, spirit, the spirit is everything. Yes. That's that's my that's my thing. It's just spirit. I mean, it's also very nice to hear the the um, validations from science instead of feeling like there is a conflict between the two. Like yeah. always, instead of them fighting together, we're breaking down those walls and seeing that, like one writer said, that the best preachers in the world are going to be scientists for the zoo. There you go. Yeah, right. I like that. <laughs> well, any other thoughts? And we're going to close out. It is uh, 7.59. And Dennis, as soon as we click this off, Gene and I will go in there and we'll say, oh, shoot, we forgot to say this or something that happened to us. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting Don't the ministry. Let me tell you this, Dennis. The thing about it is sometimes you, you get to this point in your life and you realize it's okay to think of it in that way. You know, because uh, it's it's all right for for spirit to be that. It's all right for the angel, whether it's you, like you said, whether it's your higher self, whether it's God Himself, whether it's an angel. It's all right to think of it in the terms of that. That is what they mean. He'll give His angels charge concerning you. That they are around us all the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I started out going, "Hey, I don't know if it was an angel, or whether it was my spirit part of me, uh, or whether it was the Lord. I don't know. It's we hard to it. determine." But uh, we do know there are stories of angels. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Well, who cares? It took care of your life, did it? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Your well, husband, my, my wife is still glad I'm here. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, I, I, you know what I liked about that story? Those ladies stopped and prayed. I like that about the story. Those yeah. ladies had an unction from the spirit we need to pray for them this now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That that was amazing. See, to me, I know it was a great event, the whole thing. But when you told that, it kind of got that that little thing about your wife kind of got my attention right there. Now that was a spirit-led thing. That was a spirit-led thing when those ladies all stopped. Yeah and pray for you, boom. And it was at the same instant that that happened. See, mm -hmm. that, that's validation. Mm -hmm. So that, to me, that was just, that to me, in the theme of the whole thing, that was as big as the event that happened to you with those ladies. I mean, I mean, they, your, 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 your wife heard from the spirit. Yeah, she heard from the spirit. I love that. But anyway, any other thoughts? I'm going to talk to the board and close out of here. Well, everybody Thanks. missed out. It was really great. I appreciate it. Tell them they ought to come next week. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank right. you. Thanks a lot, Dennis. We appreciate you thank very you. much. Thanks, guys. <laughs>